Clovis, building a healthy life together. What's up, everybody? Justin Nault here with another Ask Me Anything episode. This is audio pulled from my weekly Facebook Live, which you can catch every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central at facebook.com slash the Clovis culture. This episode, surprise, surprise, is all about the coronavirus. I think this is now the fourth episode I've done on the coronavirus, but this one was very, very important. I really felt the need to do this based on some really nasty practices I've seen online, what I'm calling predatory marketers, just selling you their supplements, trying to capitalize on this coronavirus pandemic in a way that is just disgusting to me. It's just unethical. And that's why I recorded this episode. It's all about the immune system and supplements. And there are a ton of resources that I mention and a ton of different products that I mention and different dosages and all these different things. So I've compiled this for you at Clovis.show. Now the show notes are getting a little tricky because there's so many episodes of uh, coronavirus content. So Clovis.show slash coronavirus is the first episode I did on coronavirus. So this one, I'm going to have all the show notes for you at clovis.show slash coronavirus supplements. clovis.show slash coronavirus supplements. All one word. clovis.show slash coronavirus supplements. Visit that website and I will have direct links for all of the things that I mention in this episode. Just a ton of products and a lot of information for you to absorb. So I've made it much easier for you by putting them all at the show notes. clovis.show slash coronavirus supplements. Of course, if that's too tricky, you can just open the information in your podcast app, whatever podcast app you're listening on. Just go to the show notes in the app and there will be a clickable link that will take you right to that page. So just open your podcast app, click the link, and go check out the show notes. Thanks so much. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to this podcast and leave me a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. I know that leaving a podcast review can be quite tricky, so I have made this as easy as possible for you. All you have to do is visit ratethispodcast.com slash Clovis. Again, ratethispodcast.com slash Clovis. Clovis. I've also included this link in the show notes, so you can just click that link and it will show you a list of podcast platforms. Select your favorite podcast platform and you will see step-by-step on-screen instructions for exactly how to leave a podcast review. Each and every review counts. It really, really helps and it truly means the world to me. Thank you. As always, this episode is brought to you by Clovis. I am the founder and CEO of Clovis and I am in the business of changing people's lives for the better. I am a certified nutritional therapist and I have helped over 1,000 people just like you transform their health and wellness. And I want to work with you. To prove it, I'm going to give you a free seven-day trial, which will give you full-blown access to all of the exclusive members-only content that Clovis has to offer. Just visit IamClovis.com slash start. I-A-M-C-L-O-V-I-S dot com slash start start. You will find videos of yours truly and you will find some incredible transformation stories from real life Clovis clients. You will be shocked by the incredible stories that these brave individuals have to tell. Stories of full-blown life 
transformation. 50 pounds in eight weeks, 40 pounds in 60 days, 19 pounds in 21 days, 100 pounds in six months, you name it, I have a client who has done it. And you can too. Check out IamClovis.com slash start and get started with your free trial today. If you'd like to check out my physical products, I am offering you a very special deal on the Perfect Paleo Powder. 30% off your first purchase. In fact, that 30% discount will be applied to your entire cart for your first purchase at IamClovis.com. Head over to IamClovis.com, check out the Perfect Paleo Powder and all the other products that I have available, and you will get 30% off your first purchase. Just use promo code PERFECTPODCAST, all one word, P-E-R-F-E-C-T-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Perfect Podcast, all one word. Apply this discount code at checkout, and you will receive 30% off your entire first purchase. Order. Just visit IamClovis.com to grab this special deal. All right, let's get on with the episode. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy. Welcome to Live Ask Me Anything number 106. I'm sorry, just like last week, I'm late. Let me see what time it is here. I think I'm like 10 minutes late. Yeah, 10 minutes late again on the button. Why? Because I'm getting really annoyed. I have this. This fancy new iPhone 11 plus whatever, that's amazing. The camera looks freaking ridiculous. I get the whole system set up. It's ready to go. It's awesome. And then for some reason, the piece of crap Facebook app will not rotate. It just won't rotate. And let me go in landscape mode. It's driving me nuts. I've Googled it. I don't know what the hell is going on with this app. I need to maybe delete the app and start over. I hustled with the thing for five freaking minutes and it was late and was like, all right, cool. I'm just going to go on here. We're going to record with the laptop again, just like we did last week. But I really want to use this no fancy freaking phone that I bought with a Clovis account, business expense. I want to use the damn thing. What the hell? Facebook, figure your shit out, right? What's up, Stacy? What's up, Kerrigan? What's up, John? What's up, Jessica? What's up, Stevie? What's up, Tammy? What's up, Judy? What's up, everybody? You guys are awesome. Thank you for being here. This is going to be another coronavirus update. Why? Because why would we not talk about coronavirus right now, right? So click the like button, click the love button, the happy button, the smiley face, all the thumbs up. Thank you guys. I'm going to try to keep my face on the camera here, but it's very distracting. I got two screens, right? So I can see myself over here, over here on the big screen. And then I can see my notes here. I'm looking at comments, a little bit tricky. So um, I'm going to try to look at the camera. It'd be easier if I had the damn phone set up. God, that's making me crazy. Make me angry, Facebook. Um, anyway, so we're going to dig into this one. I'm going to tell you why I'm doing this episode. I actually wasn't going to do a coronavirus episode. I was just going to do like a sit at the kitchen table AMA like I normally do. And then I got real pissed off real quick. You guys may have seen in the Clovis Academy this morning, I ranted a lot. I used a lot of profanity. I apologize. Um, I know that you guys obviously have the kiddos home and stuff like that. I'm trying to find the balance, you guys. I really am. I'm trying to be empathetic. I'm trying to be calm about this stuff, but I get really, really passionate and I get really, really angry when I see nonsense in the health and wellness space. And there's way too much nonsense right now. So I got really ranty today and my face got red. I used a lot of F-bombs. If your kids were around, I apologize for that. Um, in the same sense, if you don't like my content, sorry, you can make your own, you can make your own Facebook live, make your own podcast, right? My shit's free, everybody. You don't have to be here. But anyway, I want to dig into some coronavirus stuff. I promise I'm going to be a little bit calmer this one. I'm going to try not to rant. I am going to talk to you about some stuff that I'm seeing in the space right now that is really bothersome to me. Really, really, really troubling things that I'm seeing. And that's the entire reason why this episode exists. So this is episode number 106. And we're going to be talking all about the immune system. Now, 
This has gotten so out of hand that I'm going to record this episode all about the immune system. Then I'm going to write a partner ebook with this thing. Not only that, I'm going to write an ebook on the immune system and coronavirus. I'm going to give you what I'm doing for myself because I cannot give you direct advice. Nothing in this episode is direct advice. I am not a doctor. This is not medical advice. I'm going to tell you what I, I suggest for myself, what I'm telling myself to do, what I'm doing in my day to day. And you can do whatever you want with that information, but at your own risk. So on top of that, I'm going to do this episode. I'm going to put out an ebook on the immune system, and I'm going to record an audio book for you so you can listen to it while you drive. That's what I'm going to do, holding myself accountable. I'm going to put that out for you guys so you don't have to be so confused about this thing, okay? It's really, really important that we do this. We really need to get accurate information out. I have been with my nose in scientific research papers for the last two days, okay? This is what I've been digging into, and I got some data out of it but it's still very confusing. And that's what we're gonna walk through tonight. So I promise you by the end of the, the episode, I'm gonna tell you exactly what I am doing for my immune system, which actually doesn't look a whole lot different from my day-to-day -day life. I just wanna tell you that right off the bat. Doesn't look a whole lot different from my day-to-day -day life. But I'm gonna give you a lot of information, gonna give you some coronavirus updates, some updated numbers, some things that I wasn't quite correct about in past episodes, but most of the free world was not correct about these things. We're getting new data day after day, hour after hour, new data is coming in. So the truth is, this is a novel virus. We don't know what the hell this thing is, really. It looks similar to some other things, but it's not identical. I'm going to mute this so we don't get notifications. There we go. Um, so it, it's not quite like anything else, but it is similar to some other things. So we're going to talk about that, right? We really don't know. We don't have the data yet. This thing's brand new, okay? So why am I doing this episode? Let's just jump right in. Let me make sure I don't have any comments that need direct questions. What's up? What's up? What's up? Heard they may be doing freaking lockdown in the near future. Yep. I've been telling you about the lockdown for a week now, brother. It's, I'm pretty sure, right? <laughs> um, what else we got? We're not immune, healthy or not. I just got the stomach virus. Absolutely. Right. None of us are immune. There is no innate immunity to this. There's no innate immunity to this. And we're going to talk about this. Okay. This is getting crazy. Matt, what's up, brother? Love this, man. This would be massively beneficial. Let me know how I can help. Matt, you always do help. My people, guys, that's Matt Smith from Paleo Valley. I'm going to talk directly about them and some of their products today. They are the good guys. There are a bunch of shitheads right now. Paleo Valley is not one of them. I love them. I love the whole family. Good people. We're going to talk about them. We're going to talk about Clovis. We're going to talk about some other good people in the space doing really good work. It is my opinion that this pandemic in terms of health and wellness influencers is going to separate the good people from the fucking assholes. Okay. Sorry. Again, you don't have to listen if you don't want to. This is the way that I talk. I would literally talk this way to these people directly in their face. If I met them, I have seen so much predatory marketing. Okay. All right. We're going all in. Here we go. This is why I'm doing this episode. All of the predatory marketing that I am seeing on social media making light of the coronavirus, just making outrageous claims about their products, truly makes me sick. I want to let you know right now, there is no magic supplement out there that is going to, quote unquote, boost your immune system and protect you from coronavirus, period. End of discussion. I know I said I wasn't going to rant. I'm trying my best. Repeat after me. Supplements do not prevent coronavirus. And anybody who tells you that they do is being dishonest and is being unethical, okay? Now, there are a lot of things being tested right now, and I've read a ton of scientific literature on it, okay? Exploring potential therapies, including everything from chloroquine to intravenous vitamin C to clinical trials with remdesivir to literally huffing nitric oxide. I mean, that's what we're, everything, everything under the sun is being tested right now, right? People are trying lots of things and we will eventually have more data, but right now, Nothing prevents this thing. 
There is no innate immunity. There's nothing we know of right now that can stop you from getting coronavirus 2, which is what we're dealing with. SARS-2 coronavirus. I'm going to explain all that. SARS coronavirus 2, technically. I'm going to get into all this stuff. I'm going to give you a lot of data. But you need to understand, we can't make blanket statements about anything. Your favorite supplement company that is peppering you with Facebook ads right now saying, take our supplement to boost your immune system and help prevent coronavirus. They're assholes. Know that. They're lying to you. They are profiting. This is predatory marketing, and you should not put up with it. You can't make claims like that, everybody. You can't do that. Right now, we still can't make blanket statements of any kind if we are trying to be honest, responsible human beings, okay? Honest, responsible human beings. That's what I'm trying to be here. That is what I am going to be, and that is what I'm going to do in this episode, okay? I'm going to do my very best. I'm already looking at comments that drive me crazy. <laughs> Sorry, like turmeric. No, turmeric is an anti-inflammatory. We're going to talk about why that might not be a good idea, right? It's just everybody is screaming, which supplement, which supplement, this supplement, this supplement, this supplement. No, no, it doesn't prevent anything. Turmeric, yes, has anti-inflammatory properties, right? Does that mean it's going to help you with coronavirus? Nope, 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 fucking nope, okay? So this is what we're going to get into. My stance on this. Here, I'm going to give you my stance on how to defend yourself against coronavirus. Again, I'm not a doctor. Don't play one on the internet. This is not medical advice. And my advice for defending yourself against coronavirus is very, 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 very specific. I want you to do exactly what I have been telling you to do for optimal human health on my podcast for the last 2.5 years. For the last Two and a half years, do the same exact things I've been telling you to do. It is really that simple, okay? And I'm gonna explain why. We're going deep here. It is a really good idea to be an overall healthy person right now. And there are plenty of people in the world, like myself, like Matt Smith and Paleo Valley, we manufacture high quality products that are designed to be used as part of an overall healthy lifestyle that will help you get closer to optimal human health. The perfect paleo powder a powdered superfood supplement that I invented in my kitchen five feet away from me right now that I literally invented myself in my kitchen, right, can help you become a healthier person when used in combination with an overall healthy lifestyle, Clovis, which is what I have always taught you since day one, okay? There is nothing wrong with me standing here and telling you that I believe in my products, that I stand behind them, that my nutrition protocols will improve your life. There's nothing wrong with me saying that. So why am I so upset with these other companies? Because here's the difference. I would never, ever put an advertisement on Facebook or any other social media platform or any platform in the world that says, take my perfect paleo powder to protect yourself against coronavirus. That would be dishonest. That would be unethical. That would be bullshit. Okay? Understand that. Any company that's marketing to you in that way right now with social media ads should be put on blast for being unethical business people. They should face serious consequences for that kind of nonsense. I can't tell you how many of these companies, they're putting up ads with images of like viruses floating around in the air. You're breathing in viruses. You need our new special immune booster. It really makes me sick, okay? If I see one more ad or Instagram story from someone promoting their bullshit MLM pyramid scheme exogenous ketone company or miracle essential oil or fancy $100 herb, I'm going to punch somebody. None of these things will prevent a coronavirus infection. 
This is madness. It's madness that this is being allowed. I think a lot of these people are going to face serious consequences because you know what? Keto MLM people, people are going to take you seriously and think that ketones protect them from coronavirus. And then their family member is going to die and they're going to sue you because you're a dick. Don't do that, right? In this episode, I'm going to do my very best to steer you in the direction, in the right direction with zero bias based on the tremendous number of hours that I spent researching this from all angles. So I'm going to give you coronavirus updates. That's my last rant. I promise. I'm going to be calmer now. Let's get some scary stuff out of the way. I need to update you on a few things since my last coronavirus episode, and we're going to start with what makes things worse. So we've talked about NSAIDs, right? So I think JB's in here as well. I just saw him in the live video. Yeah, he's right there. JB's here. So we talked about NSAIDs. JB chimed in. We talked about the difference between non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, and we talked about acetaminophen with Tylenol. But here's the thing. I've got some more data since then. So the mechanisms of actions appear to be somewhat different. But remember, medications always have downstream effects, right? If you're taking something like acetaminophen for pain, there's an anti-inflammatory action that's happening somewhere down the line in the system, right? It just... It just is, okay? Now, acetaminophen, the mechanism of action may be different, but that doesn't mean there aren't similar downstream effects to what NSAIDs do. And there's an additional complication that throws a wrench in all this. So people have been saying, don't take NSAIDs, that appears to be problematic. Take Tylenol instead because it's acetaminophen, not realizing that acetaminophen depletes glutathione levels in the body. We're gonna talk about glutathione levels here in a minute. That is basically the mother of all antioxidants, not good for overall immune system function. Now, we just had a comment about turmeric. The same thing here. You don't necessarily want to squash the body's innate inflammatory response, that acute inflammatory response to a stressor put on the body. For instance, higher body temperature may inhibit the replication of a virus in the cell. Now, this could be from natural heat, which is your, a fever. A fever is a good thing. This can actually be beneficial, right? Or heat from an external source, such as sauna, heating up the body's core body temperature. I want to be clear. We're not talking about killing a virus with heat. I'm not saying that. So many people are getting this confused. It's driving me crazy. We're going to dig into that when I talk about sauna. But it could, raising the core body temperature can be very beneficial for inhibiting replication of a virus, right? Now, overall, it's just not a good idea to blunt your body's natural inflammatory response unless absolutely necessary. Look, if you have a fever of 104 degrees and the damn thing just won't go down, yeah, we got to think about some, some intervention there, okay? But that's very rare, guys. People just pop NSAIDs at the first sign of a teeny tiny headache when they could literally just throw some salt in water and handle it, right? So be careful with NSAIDs. That's a problem. Now, this next part sucks. It devastates me to bring you this information, okay? But I have to bring it to you because it's been brought to my attention from multiple papers. Children are absolutely not immune to coronavirus. As many, many people have previously thought, including me, I thought that they were, I didn't know that they were immune to it, but they seem to be at very, very low risk. I wanna be clear, they are still at very, 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 very low risk of complication, but it is not zero and you need to know that, okay? So I need to give you as much information as I can here. Here are the actual numbers to date. So with children age zero to nine, about 5% of those children require critical care. The mortality rate is 0 0.002. So to put that in context for you, that's about one death per 500 cases, I believe. Guys, I'm terrible at math. Fact check me on this. I'm not an epidemiologist. I'm not any of these things. I'm a normal guy. If I get something wrong, don't 
scream at me in an email, right? But it appears that 5% of child cases of coronavirus ages zero to nine can have, can require critical care with a very, very, very low mortality rate. Ages nine to 19 seems to be about the same, about 5%, but the mortality rate does jump a bit, which is 0.02. So talking about kids, I gotta, I gotta just include this here and let you know that kids are not immune to this thing, okay? And that sucks, it's a big deal. So it's horrible news. I really wish I didn't have to share it with you, um, but we gotta be smart about these things, guys. We really don't know. We really don't know what this thing, this is a novel virus, okay? So I wanna get this out of the way with children and let you guys know that I was wrong about this. I, I wish that I had been right. Um, we talked about melatonin, how kids have like seven to nine times the natural melatonin levels, which seems to inhibit binding receptors, all these different things that we talk about. Actually, the, the melatonin actually inhibits an inflammasome called NLRP3, which we talked about in the last episode, and kids having higher levels of melatonin still might help them, but they are not immune. They're not immune. To say that they're immune is, is incorrect, and you guys need to know that, okay? Um, so we're going to dig in right here. I'm going to give you some blanket advice, and then I'm going to go deep on supplements. We're going to talk about supplements. I promise you I'm going to get into these exact supplements for you, but I got to get this stuff out of the way first. So the number thing, the number one thing we know for sure is that people with poor metabolic health are absolutely at the highest risk of complications from COVID-19. At this point, that is irrefutable, okay? Fewer than 12% of Americans are metabolically healthy. So this impacts 88% of the population. 60% of the population has two chronic diseases. Something like 25% of children have a chronic health condition at this point. This is how unhealthy America is. And it sucks that I have to keep screaming this at you guys. But I'm telling you, the human species is weaker than it has ever been. That is why this is such a problem. This is six decades of food pyramid, mainstream medical nonsense coming back to haunt us. Okay? So metabolic dysfunction, we know that hypertension, diabetes type 1 and type 2, high blood sugar and insulin resistance, autoimmune conditions, all of these things are at the very top of the list of risk factors, and they are all due to metabolic dysfunction, okay? Which means the very best thing you can do right now is improve your overall metabolic health through nutrition, period. This trumps everything else, every supplement we're going to describe in detail here, nutrition trumps them all by a landslide. So the first piece of blanket advice I have for you is start living as if you are a healthy person, even if you are not. If you're not a healthy person, fake it. No matter how bad your current metabolic health is, it's not too late. Don't go, well, I'm 300 pounds. I'm just going to keep eating pasta and Pop-Tarts while I'm on quarantine. Stop it. It's not too late. Throw away the junk food right now. Eating like an asshole will 100% make you more susceptible to serious health complications from COVID-19. We can basically guarantee that at this point. So my tips for you are to not be like the masses. I want to give you some actionable advice here before we dig into supplements. So what are the masses doing? The masses are on Amazon complaining about shipping times. The masses are running into Kroger and stop and shop and Publix and wherever the hell and saying, why won't Instacart deliver? What the hell is going on? Blah, 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 right? Okay. That's what the masses are doing. Stop being the masses. Stop hoping for the best at the local grocery store and amazon.com. I want you to go to eatwild.com. Excuse my chicken scratch. Go to eatwild.com and get to know your local farmers right now. 
before any kind of potential lockdown happens that everyone's talking about, right? Go to a farm and stock up. That's the best thing to do with food right now. Get as much meat as you can. I have more meat in a freezer than I know what to do with, right? Go outside and exercise every day, every day. Get direct sunlight on your skin every day. Sleep well, meditate, journal every day, okay? Eat plenty of micronutrients from whole food sources. Listen to my podcast with Marty Kendall from Optimizing Nutrition. We talk all about micronutrient intake from whole foods. Catch up on all the Clovis podcasts. Listen to Dr. Paul Saladino, Dr. Ken Berry, Dr. Anthony J. Listen to Rob Wolf. Listen to Marty Kendall, right? Listen to those episodes. Take cold showers every single day. Get in the sauna if you have access to it. I am telling you right now, everything that I just said in the last 30 seconds of this episode is going to hands down be the most valuable portion of this episode. Trumps everything else by a landslide, okay? Give me a second here because my podcast app just died to me. So I'm gonna have to shut that one down. That's all right. We'll shut that down. We'll keep the live stream going. And I'll just have to do some editing on the back end, but you guys don't care about that, right? That's no big deal. Got the notes pulled back up. Okay, so understand that last 30 seconds, that is the heart of this episode. That's what you guys need to do. But here's the thing. Even as I'm telling you this, go meet your farmer, get sunlight, cold showers, sauna, exercise, right? Micronutrients, whole foods, eat whole foods, change the world. Even as I'm saying this, and no matter how many times I say it, And no matter how many times I tell you that there are no miracle supplements to prevent infection, no matter how many times I tell you that predatory marketers are trying to steal your money right now with false claims their products couldn't possibly live up to, no matter how many times I pound these things into your head, 99.9% of you are going to leave this video when it's over and start shopping for the best supplements to help combat coronavirus. This is the way things go, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not dumb. I know this, right? And that is the reality that convinced me to record this episode so I can at least steer you in the right direction, okay? So we're going to start with some basics. Let me see some comments here. What do we got? Turmeric, even pharma combos haven't been truly vetted yet with good protocols. Exactly. They may work, but we don't know yet. I started taking D3 and C to give my family a boost. We're going to talk about that going further. Be patient. Glad to have you. Thank you so much. Supplement, wash your fucking hands. Yes, wash your hands. I've been telling people to build their immune system. It will help you get over. Yes, exactly. But they're trying to build their immune system on the back end, right? This is what we're talking about. Good health is how you build your immune system. This idea that we're going to go, hey, we're going to be 300 pounds and we're going to go fix our immune system. The supplements are going to do that for you. You know, turmeric is actually high on my bullshit list in general. This is JB Brown talking. Poor bioavailability, availability and stability of curcumin, the active ingredient. Only when added to huge amounts of black pepper. Yeah, and black pepper can have huge consequences in the liver. That's the thing. There's a lot of these turmeric supplements. Again, downstream impacts. There's a lot of there's a lot of data showing that the black pepper that they're adding with turmeric can actually have negative impacts on the liver as well with these turmeric supplements. Um, good to know. What else we got? Organ complex. Yes, organ complex. Amazing. I love it. I suspect you're going to unpack the same info. I would say there are no known cures. Correct. Uh, is it generally improve health? It's a long comment. Yeah, you guys can read that one. Um, What else we got here? All right. So many ways to bring down a fever. Absolutely. What else we got? I've heard this too, seen the data, but why wouldn't you protect your children the same way you would yourself? Yes, very true. That's that. Why, why would you not protect your, it's like, you shouldn't let your kids just run around and say, Oh, you're immune to it. Go ahead, junior, go play with all the other kids. Right. All right. What else we got here? Whole foods has so much fresh meat, fruit, fruits, and veggies, but all the canned food, processed foods and pasta is gone. Yes, Absolutely. 
All right. They suck, but I take my cold shower every morning. Awesome, John. That's great. All right. Let's dig into some uh, supplements. Well, not yet. We're going to start with the basics. So first of all, what the hell is coronavirus? I need you guys to understand this stuff. We're going to, we're going to break this down real quick because it helps you understand supplements and what people, why people are making the claims that they're claiming, right? So basically it's a new version of SARS, which is serious acute respiratory, respiratory syndrome. Now that's why the technical name of the virus is actually SARS coronavirus 2, right? So we're dealing with SARS coronavirus 2. SARS coronavirus 2 is the virus. That's the virus that causes the illness. COVID-19. So a lot of times these are being used interchangeable, interchangeably. It's kind of confusing people. SARS, SARS coronavirus 2 is the virus leads to the illness of COVID-19. Okay. Now viruses are these teeny, 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 tiny little things. Now there's a very helpful phrase that's used to describe viruses and how small they actually are. So viruses are so small that if bacteria had eyeballs, they couldn't see the viruses. Teeny tiny. Okay. So it's basically a protein shell. And this carries DNA or RNA. You guys have heard me talk about DNA and RNA and ribosomes and all these things with genetics and epigenetics in past podcasts. You can listen to Dr. Anthony J and I talk about this. So these protein shells contain DNA or RNA and some enzymes that replicate. But these viruses, even though they have their own genome, they can't replicate without help. So what they do is they dock to cells and infect them. This particular virus, SARS coronavirus 2, does that by docking to something called an ACE2 receptor, ACE2. So it docks to this ACE2 receptor. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. So the virus infects epithelial cells that line your airways. Then they get the cell to copy their genome. They basically turn the cell into a zombie cell that just replicates the virus, right? Replicates the virus. And as those replicated viruses get released, they go out and infect other cells and turn other cells into zombie cells that replicate the virus. Oh boy, we got a serious problem. So this is a real problem. But the more serious problem is actually the body's response to this. And I have a helpful analogy that's gonna help you, that's gonna help you grasp this. So there's something called a cytokine storm. Okay. Now the cytokine storm is in response to this replicating virus. So the body makes a whole bunch of chemical messengers and this creates an inflammatory response. Like we talked about your fever, whatever. This is a natural inflammatory response by the body. The goal of that response is to get a whole bunch of immune cells to come in and fight that virus, right? So these pro-inflammatory cytokines are produced they act like a fire alarm for the firemen. Ah, the bell's going off. Holy crap, calling the immune cells. You got to go fight this infection, right? Now, after that acute inflammatory response, there are anti-inflammatory cytokines that come in and they're charged with calming everything down, suppressing that crazy immune response. Calm everything down. Everything gets back to normal, right? So generally speaking, the immune cells are able to fight the virus and the anti-inflammatory cytokines come in behind it and they calm everything down. The immune response is supposed to stop. What happens with the cytokine storm is that the inflammatory response goes out of control, goes crazy. And the, the anti-inflammatory process never really happens, never really takes effect. And we get this runaway inflammation. Okay. So the virus isn't necessarily as bad as the inflammatory response that tries to fight it. So the best analogy I've heard to describe this, I can't take credit for this. It's a great analogy is that the, you have a bunch of little kids and they're shoplifting in a grocery store. Okay. So you have this virus. Bunch of little kids shoplifting in a grocery store. This is a problem. You don't want little kids shoplifting in a grocery store. So to solve the problem, 
the military calls in a drone strike and bombs the grocery store. Problem solved, sure, but with catastrophic and completely unnecessary results, right? Now, I know this is really nerdy. I get this is super nerdy, but it's absurdly important for you to understand. Most supplements that people take for immune support actually trigger the immune system in a very small way. We talk about the phytonutrients, polyphenols, all these things are actually plant toxins, right? They trigger the immune system in a very small way. It's like a mini vaccination. If you are infected and the military has ordered the drone strike on the grocery store, you could potentially pop a bunch of supplements that would be the equivalent of sending in a SWAT team into the rubble to shoot all of the survivors in the face. You get the analogy? I, I hope this is, this is working, right? So I'm gonna do my very best to steer you away from that possibility, which is why this list is very small. Very small, because I know like JB said, both of us, we have a huge bullshit meter on this stuff. This is a very, very small list. And now the moment you've all been waiting for, it's taken me 37 fucking minutes to get here. We're gonna talk about supplements. First, I'm gonna share some speculative information that I am not certain I agree with. And it's very important that I share information with you that I'm not certain that I agree with because I wanna be as balanced and unbiased as possible because I don't own an MLM pyramid scheme fucking ketone company telling people I can protect them from coronavirus. Nah, not that guy, okay? So we're gonna talk balanced and unbiased here. So first we're gonna talk pre-infection. This is the vast majority of us right now are not currently living with a coronavirus infection that we know of. We probably don't have symptoms at least, right? So pre-infection, we talk about vitamins A and D, okay? So I'm talking about vitamins A and D. Now I talked about coronavirus infecting the cells by hijacking that substance known as ACE2, this ACE2 receptor on the cell, right? Vitamins A and D help us make more ACE2, which is normally fantastic for your immune system. It's actually critical for the immune system. But now we have some people suggesting that if we massively overdo vitamins A and D, it could give coronavirus more opportunities to get into the cells because it will increase the activity of ACE2 receptors on the cells. I wanted to put that out there. For me personally, I believe the risk versus reward of that hypothesis is extremely lopsided here. So all of the data we have suggests metabolic dysfunction to be the primary driver of complications, hypertension, type one and two diabetes, right? Full-blown diabetes, insulin resistance, 88% of the population, metabolic dysfunction. That's what's screaming at us, looking us right in the face. Metabolic dysfunction is the problem for complications, right? We also know that no known substance is gonna prevent us from the infection and there's no innate immunity. So to say, well, if we have too much vitamin A and vitamin D, you're at a higher risk of infection. We're all already at risk of infection, right? So why are we focusing on trying not to get infected when we know nothing is gonna prevent us from getting infected, right? It's basically guaranteed at this point that something like 60 to 70% of the population will get infected before natural immunity kicks in, this thing that they call herd immunity, right? So to suggest that we limit foods high in vitamin A and vitamin D seems like a recipe for disaster to me personally, not a doctor, because the foods highest in A and D are micronutrient dense animal foods, such as red meats and organs gram for gram, the most micronutrient dense foods on the planet and the most bioavailable, right? And when a large percentage of your diet is made up of those animal foods, we see drastic improvements in insulin resistance and metabolic dysfunction. It improves overall metabolic health. So my concern here is people are gonna hear things like, you don't wanna overdo it with vitamin A and vitamin D and it scares the hell out of them and they go back to eating Pop-Tarts. 
That's a real problem. So a proper plan for overall health is the correct approach here. Not a myopic approach, a specific supplement that you think is going to save you, blah, blah, blah. That's not advisable. An overall great nutrition protocol, which involves animal foods that are very high in vitamins A and vitamin D, okay? If you ask me, not a doctor, this is not medical advice. I'm going to say that 500 times in this episode. I'm a normal dude, all right? Now, like I said, I have spent a lot of time reviewing scientific literature and everything I've seen points to vitamins A and D being very beneficial for overall immune system health. Now, I am not suggesting in any way that vitamin A or vitamin D is going to prevent coronavirus or treat COVID-19 if you're infected. But the idea that these vitamins could be harmful for coronavirus, in my opinion, is highly speculative and would only be true in the presence of metabolic dysfunction, particularly if you're getting these vitamins from whole foods and not from supplement extracts. So now this is pre, right? If we're talking pre-infection. Now there are a couple, again, I'm not saying I agree with this but there are a couple of other problems post-infection. Vitamin C, an African herb called umka. I feel weird every time I say that. And what we talked about in a previous podcast that someone brought up, B-propolis. So vitamin C, umka, and B-propolis. Some people think that these can be problematic post-infection. I want to be clear about that. Don't freak out because you're taking a vitamin C supplement. I take a vitamin C supplement, okay? So post-infection, They're saying that this could increase something called interferon, which is a trigger for the cytokine storm I described earlier, right? It's basically an inflammatory trigger. The kids shoplifting the grocery store, the drone strike, blah, 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 blah. Again, this is speculative, but the suggestion is that increasing interferon might increase the severity of a lung infection once the infection has already occurred. I personally, not a doctor, don't believe that means we need to limit these things if we are not infected or not showing symptoms, particularly respiratory symptoms, okay? This is maddening. Uh, have you guys realized this yet? Why, why this is absolutely maddening, right? The nonsense that you see running around on the web, like people claiming that they know what the fuck they're talking about. Like I said, vitamin A and vitamin D are critical for proper immune system health, but some people suggest that they might, I repeat, might, make us more susceptible to coronavirus specifically. Vitamin C is also critical for human health. Not only that, China has shown promising results giving super high dose IV therapy vitamin C in coronavirus patients, as much as 24,000 milligrams per day. And yet some people think that us popping a bunch of vitamin C capsules could result in increased interferons, which could further aggravate the body's immune response, the drones and the grocery store, okay? Well, at the same time, those interferons actually play a direct role in improved outcomes with coronavirus because interferons are a healthy part of an acute inflammatory response to infection. But what SARS coronavirus does that's very interesting is it inhibits the normal interferon response while the virus is spreading. And then on the back end, can overactivate the system with interferons and completely flood it, again, drone strike in the grocery store. So in SARS coronavirus, interferon activity can actually promote death. This stuff's crazy. Now, on top of that, another pro, check in the pro column for vitamin C, is as I mentioned in an earlier episode, vitamin C also inhibits inflammasomes called NLRP3, just like melatonin does, which could be helpful for preventing coronavirus infection and potentially treating COVID-19. What? So much data. Then we have zinc and elderberry. Zinc and elderberry can have fantastic results with cold and flu, sometimes stopping them completely. Sometimes this doesn't work at all. 
Umca and B propolis can decrease the severity of colds and shorten the lifespan of a cold in your system, but might actually make lung damage, specifically from coronavirus, more severe. I mean, what the hell, man? Do you see how crazy this is? It's like the people that are lying to you online, we got to stop letting people just make claims, man. There's got to be some kind of, some kind of, people got to be held responsible for this nonsense, right? So what I want to teach you right now is how to narrow your scope of research as you're trying to sort through this insanity, okay? So something that I found in the data is that when you're researching what to do for coronavirus, for SARS coronavirus 2, I'm not going to keep saying that. When I say coronavirus, I'm talking about this coronavirus, okay, for the rest of the episode. So when researching what to do for coronavirus, the first thing you should know is that the biology of the current coronavirus is about is about 87% identical to the virus that caused the SARS outbreak in 2003, which was again, actually named SARS coronavirus. So again, what we're dealing with right now is SARS coronavirus 2, which causes COVID-19. Now for this reason, you should be searching for preventative measures and treatments that have been proven effective with SARS. That will give you the best odds in terms of whether or not the suggested protocol might help or harm the current coronavirus, might be helpful or harmful with the current coronavirus, okay? So this is a pretty good place to start, right? I mean, there are no blanket statements. I'm not saying this is 100% perfect, but this is a damn good place to start. You look for things that are effective for SARS coronavirus. The biology of this thing, what they call the homology, is 87% identical to that of SARS coronavirus, right? Now, we're going to get into supplements, ladies and gentlemen. Let me see some comments here. I'm probably going to go over 9 p.m. again. What else we got? Cold showers, science class, horrible analogy. I think it's a fantastic analogy. That's a very good analogy. I'm happy with it. What are food sources of vitamin A and vitamin D? Organ meats. Hands down, top, liver, tops the charts on vitamins A and vitamin D. Michelle, okay, she's in the medical field. We give 1,500 milligrams IV every six hours of vitamin C to all our specific patients and now COVID-19 too. Exactly, right? This is the maddening stuff. Some people suggesting that vitamin C is a problem post-infection, but then we're giving it intravenously. I, I'm in the pro-vitamin C column. I'm going to tell you. Like I told you, I'm going to give you differing opinions. I gave you differing I am in the pro-vitamin A, the pro-vitamin D, and the pro-vitamin C camp. Me, personally. That's where I fall. But I have to give you guys this information. you got to do some digging around for yourself. Okay? It's super crazy. And the data and notes from physicians who have seen positive results changes daily. Exactly. Judy, damn if you do, damn if you don't. So I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. There you go. Kimberly Thompson, hydroxychloroquine. Yes, we're going to talk about chloroquine too. Study release 40 of 40 were cured within six days. That's not entirely true. No, uh, Kimberly, I'm going to correct you on that because it's just that the people that were taking chloroquine were no longer contagious. That's what we were dealing The study that came out of France, that was that, and actually it wasn't even all of them. So the people that got chloroquine, only 25% of them were still contagious six days later. The group that did not get chloroquine, 100% of them were still contagious six days later. That's not a cure. That is not a cure. We got to be very, very careful when we say things. Not a cure, okay? Vitamin A, there you go, Maddie. Grass-fed organs are best and grass-fed meat too. Vitamin D, wild-caught salmon, cod liver, sardines, pasture-raised egg yolks, and mushrooms. Boom, nailed it, buddy. Love it. Absolutely love it. Things are in my my repertoire every single day. And we're going to talk about what I do every day as well. So now let's dig into specific supplements. Okay. Specific supplements. 
There are very, very few that I'm going to say are just like, these seem to be really, really solid. Okay. Now I have my mind changed on this one, but not entirely. We're going to talk about elderberry. Guys, you don't need to go get elderberry syrup that has 36 grams of sugar per two tablespoons. You don't need to do that. Okay. I literally think some people like think elderberry is an excuse to have like a sugar soft drink or something. Like I'm just going to put a bunch of elderberry in my water and it's delicious, right? So you can get capsules. I recommend capsules. But anyway, elderberry has been shown it can directly block the virus from attaching to ACE2, right? So we know the virus attaches to ACE2. That's how it infects the cell. Elderberry can block this. It means it cannot dock to the cell and initiate the infection. This is true of other coronaviruses. It is an assumption at this point that it would be true for the current coronavirus, SARS coronavirus 2. This is an assumption. We don't know anything. This is an assumption based on other coronaviruses. Now, safe bet here for myself. Remember, I'm not suggesting you do this. I'm not a doctor. I'm a normal guy. I play piano, everybody. I use a lot of profanity, okay? Safe bet. One thousand milligrams per day. I personally have started doing five hundred milligrams in the morning, five hundred milligrams at night in capsule form. Okay, I recommend capsule form for sure to reduce this massive sugar load. It's ridiculous the amount of sugar in some of these elderberry products. It's absolutely insane. Okay, um, zinc. When I talk about zinc, that's zinc comes next. Okay, so we have elderberry. We have zinc. I know my handwriting's terrible, guys. Just boop. That's a colon. Third grade joke, get it? Okay, zinc. Zinc was very effective against SARS. Again, 87% identical. Zinc was very effective against SARS and it's a safe bet. It's a safe bet that it's that against the current coronavirus. It's pretty safe to assume that it's gonna be very effective against coronavirus the same way it was for SARS. But zinc is different from elderberry in that it does not offer prevention. Once the virus has made its way into the cell, zinc prevents the virus from replicating, okay? Obviously, this is critical for preventing the systemic spread of the infection. My favorite source of zinc is oysters. I love oysters. I know some people don't. There are also oyster capsules you can actually take, right? I love oysters. I eat a can of oysters probably twice a week. I don't eat like a ton of them. Um, and the other thing I want to tell you about oysters is if I have a can of oysters, I only eat two oysters at a time. So I'll break this up at multiple meal times. Okay. And I say this because you can only absorb a small amount of zinc per meal. So if you just take six oysters and eat them all, you're only gonna absorb the zinc from really two of those oysters. So don't waste that precious zinc. You can only absorb so much per meal. There are oyster extract pills, like I said, but honestly, you can just take a zinc supplement. So I take a zinc supplement every single day. The one that I use is Jaro Formulas. It's called Zinc Balance. And that's because it has zinc and copper. So we're gonna talk about copper in a second, but it also has zinc methionine. It's a specific type of zinc, okay? So I use Jaro Zinc Balance. And what you want to do, particularly if you're showing symptoms, is seven to 10 milligrams, four times a day. Again, this is for me. I keep saying what you want to do, but this is just for me, guys. This is not medical advice. Don't do what I'm telling you. This is for me. I'm just taking notes for myself here, sharing my journey, everybody. But that's what I would want to do is seven to 10 milligrams, four times a day if I was showing symptoms. Now we're gonna talk about copper. Running out of room down here. But it's okay, I don't have a whole lot of notes on copper. 
Um, copper and zinc basically need to be balanced. Now, all my nurses and doctors here, you're going to know what I'm about to say. Copper absolutely destroys coronavirus. It's wonderful. It's a, that's a, basically a magic mineral when it comes to these viruses. Kills countless other viruses too. It's extremely antibacterial. Now, I'll give you some statistics here. Well, I guess we'd call it antiviral in this case. Current data is showing, and I, this is another thing I was wrong about. Current data is showing that coronaviruses can survive on surfaces for five to nine days. Huh? That's gross, man, which is way worse than we initially thought, and that's awful. On copper, coronavirus is dead within five to 30 minutes. Boom, that's awesome, right? Copper and zinc should be balanced, and they should be balanced somewhere between a 10 to 1 and a 15 to 1 ratio. I honestly get about a 15 to 1 ratio, and I'm totally cool with that. I'm not particularly worried about it, meaning that for every 10 milligrams of zinc, you want to get one milligram of copper. Or for every, what I do is every 15 milligrams of zinc, you want to get one milligram of copper. That's why I use zinc balance because every capsule of zinc balance has 15 milligrams of zinc methionine and it has one milligram of copper. Perfect. I love it. You know what else has copper? You can get two milligrams of copper from 56 grams of 90% dark chocolate. Booyah! Dark chocolate for the win. Love it. All right. So that's it, everybody. We talked about supplements. That was an exciting episode. Wow. Whoa. Right? Okay. We're going to continue. I'm just kidding. There's more than that, right? But that is like super solid, super comfortable. I'm super comfortable for myself. Zero complications. Nobody claiming that these things are bad in any way. Nobody freaking out about vitamin A, D, C, propolis, umca, whatever. Nobody freaking out. This is like super safe bet for me. I'm totally 100% comfortable using all of these in these doses. I'm going to do that. Okay. Now this is hashed out, proven, that kind of thing. So we're going to dig into speculative slash maybe beneficial. We're going to go deeper and we're going to name a lot more supplements here, including A, D, K, all those things, the things that, that I believe are super beneficial. So another one is garlic, but particularly there's a chemical in garlic that I don't even know how the hell to say. Allison, I think. I'm going to say Allison, like the name, right? So garlic, a well-known antimicrobial. In fact, I know guys that have treated staph infections from jujitsu with topical garlic. It's crazy. I knew one guy that fell asleep with topical garlic on a staph infection he had from jujitsu mats, and he woke up with like second or third degree burns. It's like this thing is it's staggeringly powerful, right? It's crazy. Um, but anyway, allicin is the chemical most responsible for the antimicrobial effects of garlic. But the crazy thing is it has to be activated, right? Which means you have to either crush up the garlic or dice it up, like take a garlic clove, crush it up, dice it up, leave it out in open air, room temperature for like 10 to 20 minutes before you ingest it. Now, plant toxins, there are a lot of plant toxins like this. People talk about sulforaphane and broccoli. Sulforaphane is only activated when the broccoli plant is basically being attacked. It's defense mechanism, right? These plant toxins are defense mechanism. So the second thing here is once allicin is activated, you got to eat it because heating or cooking it in a meal will destroy the beneficial compound. So, I mean, I guess you could just put it in water and down it or chew on garlic if you like the taste of raw garlic. I don't know. Um, but I want to be clear. This one is very speculative, okay? So we're saying, again, we're not talking about things that are quite speculative. Speculative, okay? There's no data for Allison on coronaviruses, but it's crazy effective for other respiratory viruses, such as colds, bronchitis, and pneumonia. 
So the safe bet here would be, what is it? One hundred and eighty micrograms of Allison daily, and that's the garlic's kind of tricky. So I recommend getting stabilized Allison. You can get an actual supplement called Stabilized Allison, and that'd be one hundred and eighty micrograms per day. That's what I would do. Not medical advice. Now we're going to talk again about vitamin C. In my opinion. This is not speculative. I do not think the benefits of vitamin C are speculative. I just don't. It's a little paradoxical here because I warned you that some people have these warnings about vitamin C, but again, the poison is in the dose, right? You still wanna be getting a normal intake of vitamin C. I'm not saying that you need to take 5,000 milligrams of vitamin C, particularly if you're not dealing with any symptoms of infection. So you've heard me talk a lot about hyperphysiological doses of supplements being potentially harmful in some cases. And this could be one of those cases, according to some people, that's speculative. I, that's a hypothesis in my opinion, right? The idea of activating interferon and the immune response and all these things. Now, we're going to talk about safe bet. We're talking about how I personally handle vitamin C. So I'm going to put safe bet. Safe bet, vitamin C from Whole Foods. You can do this. You can get, you know, two servings of broccoli is like 150 milligrams of vitamin C. Uh, I think like three servings of Brussels sprouts is like 150 milligrams of vitamin C. What I personally do, and I know Matt's here in the Facebook Live, is I take Paleo Valley Essential C Complex and I take it twice per day. Now, Matt, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think it's 450 milligrams of vitamin C not ascorbic acid, it's from whole foods, right? So 450 milligrams of vitamin C per dose, I'm taking that two times a day, which means I'm getting 900 milligrams of vitamin C. And then whatever vitamin C I'm getting in my diet, guys, I'm virtually 95% carnivore at this point. So I'm not eating a whole bunch of vegetables. I just ate some vegetables. My mom cooked dinner. I just had a bunch of asparagus. So that was delicious. Um, but anyway, yes. So I use Paleo Valley. You guys get a discount on that as Clovis members. And a safe bet, in, in my opinion, I'm totally comfortable doing two doses of Paleo Valley Essential C per day. That's about nine milligrams. But I feel totally comfortable taking 1,000 milligrams a day of vitamin C. thousand milligrams per day. So I'm probably hitting that exact number because you do get some vitamin C, particularly if you're taking like organ meats and red meats and things like this. There is some amount of vitamin C in, in collagen, things like that with these animal products. So I'm probably getting about a thousand milligrams a day of vitamin C, most of it coming from the Paleo Valley supplement. Okay. So another thing that I want to mention here, this is very interesting. Fellas, you're going to like this one. This also has a bunch of other compounding benefits in the human body. I have been taking this personally for over two years, um, and it just seems to be a good idea overall for this particular coronavirus. So I'll make sure I smell these right. L-citrulline and L-arginine. These are nitric oxide boosters. Okay, so we'll say this boosts NO. Like I said, fellas out there, if you bought an over-the-counter Viagra alternative, if you turn the bottle around and look at the bottle, it's just going to be a super heavy dose of L-citrulline and L-arginine. These are nitric oxide boosters. Viagra is basically like the ultimate nitric oxide booster, okay? 
And nitric oxide has been associated with decreasing the harm done to the lungs by SARS coronavirus. This also inhibits the replication of SARS coronavirus in the cell. Now, to be clear, what I'm actually citing here, this decreased harm in the lungs and all these things, I'm citing nitric oxide, the gas, okay? The most potent nitric oxide treatment for SARS was inhaled nitric oxide gas, literally huffing nitric oxide for inflammatory airway diseases. Now, obviously, I'm not going to tell you to start huffing nitric oxide. I'm not going to just randomly huff. What am I going to do? Whippets and get whipped cream? I'm not going to do that, right? So I have been taking L-citrulline and L-arginine in pretty high doses for over two years. Now, I've been doing that because of the potential cardiovascular benefits after studying the work of Dr. Malcolm Kendrick because my family has a history of serious cardiovascular events and I'm trying like hell to avoid that. So for the cardiovascular benefits, I'm taking a lot of these things. So I'm gonna tell you exactly what I'm doing. I'm gonna give you a safe bet that I feel comfortable with and I'll tell you what I'm doing. So safe bet is, I know what I do, but I can't remember the range. 1500 to 3000 milligrams of L-arginine. Spelled it wrong. But anyway, 1,500 to 3,000 milligrams of L-arginine, and I'm doing that daily. And I'm also doing Two fifty to one thousand milligrams of L-citrulline. Now, I give you this range because I am actually doing three thousand milligrams a day of L-arginine and one thousand milligrams per day of citrulline, and I've been doing that for like two years straight, well before coronavirus. Love it, great stuff, awesome. Okay. Um, the next thing we're going to talk about, and we talked about this in a previous podcast, inhibiting the inflammasome called NLRP three. Vitamin C does this. So again, we just talked about vitamin C, which I think is totally beneficial. Vitamin C, and we're going to talk about melatonin. Now, melatonin apparently also inhibits that same inflammasome called NLRP3. Now, in a healthy person, 0.5 milligrams, half a milligram a day seems to be plenty. Most supplements have very, very high doses. You'll see these from like three milligrams, five milligrams, 10 milligrams. I actually have a supplement here that's 10 milligrams of um, melatonin. This is why I really like the Onnit melatonin spray. I think six sprays is three milligrams, which means it's very easy to break up one spray at a time, like one spray would be half a milligram. So you can just kind of experiment what helps you and, and what helps you sleep. It's, it's an added benefit there, right? So if infected, that amount changes significantly. And they say this can, you can use up to 50 milligrams per day because there's really no downside. You can't really overdose melatonin, right? So safe bet, what I am doing personally, I'm doing five milligrams per day and I'm doing that one to two hours before I want to sleep. Don't make the mistake of telling, taking melatonin the moment you want to go to sleep. Everybody does that and then thinks melatonin doesn't work for them. But anyway, take it one to two hours before you want to be sleeping. So I'm taking five milligrams a day because why not? There's no down. I don't normally dose melatonin. Since coronavirus, I have been dosing melatonin. So melatonin is one that I've added since coronavirus. Elderberry is one that I've added since coronavirus. Everything else I've already been doing, okay? Um, so again, we talked about that chloroquine. I was about to dig into this speculative treatments. So chloroquine, I'll spell it for you. I'll put it up here. Chloroquine or chloroquine. I can't remember, but chloroquine, everyone's been talking about this. This is actually in like tonic water. It's kind of interesting. Um, but it's a speculative treatment. There was a French researcher who posted a, a, a pretty hopeful study. And this is one saying that he actually supplemented 600 micrograms. So here, I'll put this up here, 600 
micrograms, supplemented 600 micrograms in patients for 10 days. And after six days, 100% of patients who did not receive chloroquine were all still contagious, while just 25% of the patients who received chloroquine were still contagious. And then an American study concurred and found the same findings and showed that chloroquine decreased overall infection time and decreased the length of hospital stays. So chloroquine, I don't know about preventative, but it appears to be fantastic in terms of uh, treatment for COVID-19. So that's really interesting, really interesting stuff. So again, we talked about like the potential things, vitamin A, vitamin D for me, vitamin A is totally a safe bet. So let's look at vitamin A and vitamin D and we can talk about total levels here. So if we look at vitamins A and vitamin D, again, kind of paradoxical because there's some data that I don't necessarily agree with, but I think that that data, again, is only in people with severe metabolic dysfunction anyway, but since that's 88% of the population, I think I can give some more details here. So vitamin A, probably 3,000 IU daily, okay? Now, vitamin A, this is retinol. This is only found in animal foods. When people tell you that you can get a bunch of vitamin A from plants, when the vegans and, and vegetarians try to tell you that shit, they're not being honest with you because you have to take the number of like beta carotene. You have to take the number of vitamin A from plant foods and divide it by 20. Look at the nutrition facts, divide it by 20. That's how much retinol you're actually going to get out of it. It's ridiculous. You have to eat endless mounds of vegetables or sweet potatoes to try to get any notable amount of vitamin A. So you can only get this from animal foods, right? So 3000 IU per day, no, you probably want to eat some liver. I would say eat some liver and then vitamin D, right? Same thing. So we'll talk about liver, like vitamin D. I generally want to see people get anywhere from like 2000 to 4,000 IU per day. So 2004. Okay. I know I'm taking, writing a lot of notes here, but 2000 to 4,000 IU per day. I've hyperdosed vitamin D three plus K two. I've done, I've done as much as 25,000 IU per day for long periods of time. I mean, I've done 25,000 IU per day for months. I have no fear of, of vitamin D. I have no fear of vitamin A. Um, I would just say a safe bet here. If you, if you want to get the happy medium, if I wanted to get the happy medium and not worry about the overdosing side of things and not worry about not having enough of these things to activate the immune system, then I would eat probably one to two ounces of liver every other day to be super safe. Generally speaking, I eat like two ounces of liver a day, right? So maybe you want to do one to two ounces every two days or one to two ounces every three days, like put two days space out between, but liver is hands down the best way to get these things. But my preferred method of vitamin D is sunshine. Easy, free, get naked, go stand in your backyard. Not kidding. It's cold in Nashville still. It was really warm today, but it's overcasty. And I literally, I just go outside in shorts, no shirt on. I sit there, read a Kindle, sip some coffee, whatever I got to do. I do that if it's 30 degrees, everybody, I don't care, right? So go outside, get some sunshine. I would say 15 minutes. of direct sun exposure every single day, as much skin as you can show. Get outside, get vitamin D from the sun. Use the D-Minder app, D-Minder, if you need help. It's crazy. In 2020, we need apps to tell us how to get proper sunlight exposure. That's the world we live in, everybody, okay? So again, we talked about vitamin C, umca, B propolis, things you might wanna avoid if there's an infection, but I actually don't necessarily agree with that, right? I think that this hyperdosing of IVs all around the world, mega dosing vitamin C, that's probably some damn good data that we have there, right? 
rather than this speculative hypothesis. I just want you guys to know these things because they're floating around on the internet and I know it's confusing. And I know you guys are going to email me about this. You're going to say, I saw this article about vitamin D. I saw this article about vitamin C. I'm going to go, yeah, look at all these research papers of hyperdosing intravenous vitamin C, right? We don't really know. For me, I'm taking the crap out of some vitamin C. It's happening, okay? The big thing I want to talk to you about probably above everything else. Hold on. Let me see if there's any comment threads here. Oh, wow. It's way overnight. Damn. This went, this went long. What else we got? What about chewable elderberry? Probably cool. It's elderberry, right? What else we got? The fraction of sugar is worth it. If you can get it in your kids. Yes. But Jackie, um, something worth noting in terms of the sugar and elderberry and all these things is like in terms of the gummies, gummies, great, because a gummy is going to have very, very little sugar. I don't have a problem with gummies or these kids prop these kids products. What I have a problem with is there are these elderberry syrups. It'll say elderberry syrup on it, right? Like you can get elderberry extract, you can get elderberry syrup, you get these kids elderberry type stuff. This this is just like soda companies marketing to you, everybody. It's like if you see it as a kids product or as syrup, it's just hyper loaded with sugar. It's a shitload of sugar. So what you have to find is the dose. Sometimes the elderberry syrups won't even give you the dose. It won't even tell you the amount of elderberry in it. It'll just show you nutrition facts. And you look, you'll say like total carbohydrates, like 36 grams. It's like a can of soda in two tablespoons of elderberry, right? I do not believe that risk versus reward is worth it. A gummy dipped in like one gram of sugar, totally cool. But you really got to be careful for some of these syrups. And if you find yourself, if all you have in your house is a syrup, then you need to put that thing in water and dilute the crap out of it. Because a little kid taking in 36 grams of sugar, that's insane. That's mental. Don't do that. Okay? It's like giving them a soda, right? Nicole, when have I not listed supplements I suggest? Guys, my people, you don't utilize Clovis.show. I know that you don't. Every single episode I ever do has extensive show notes on Clovis.show. And this one at Clovis.show will have a list plus everything that I listed on the whiteboard will be listed there with clickable links, with brands, with everything you could possibly want. I can't stand in front of the camera and say, you need to use Jaro Formulas Zinc Balance, and it has 15 milligrams of zinc per serving, and then it has one milligram of copper, which gives you a perfect 15 to 1 ratio of zinc, methionine to copper, right? Are you writing that down? Are you taking notes right now, right? Go do the show notes. Everybody, go look at the show notes. Everybody, look at the show notes, okay? I was reading that it was specifically Sambucus for Mosana. I don't speak that language. I have no idea what that is. Did not come up in my research at all. Jackie, they'll be in the show notes. Always are. Yes, fantastic. I'm benefiting 100% from your journey down these rabbit holes. Saves me so much time. Yes, I live for the rabbit holes. I climb down rabbit holes endlessly. This is all I do all day. Colloidal silver. I'm going to talk about that in just a second. Okay. What else we got here? Wait for the show notes, guys. Wait for the show notes. Wait for the show notes. Wait for the show notes. Okay. What else we got? Moringa. I didn't see Moringa come up anywhere in my notes. I don't know if that's a um, brand you're talking about or a particular thing. Guys, again, I did a shitload of research. This is what I came up with. So just know that, right? What else we got? What else we got? Brands, brands, guys, it'll all be in the show notes. Don't worry, okay? What else we got? Yes, exactly. Michelle. Perfect example, right? Michelle saying, yes, particularly if you're not septic and not on a ventilator, just take the normal healthy dose of vitamin C for maintenance. Exactly. That's why I'm taking a thousand milligrams a day, right? Awesome. Elderberry extract, keep going, blah, blah, blah. Same, take 1000 milligrams. I've been buying it from Thorne. Awesome. Auto ship, organ complex. You should totally get their, their essential C. I love it. It's my favorite vitamin C supplement, period. Okay. 
What else we got? Brand of melatonin. Yes, I usually suggest on it because I love the spray because you can make the dose very, very exact. Okay. What else we got? Yeah, again, Amber, but ridiculous, right? We talked about NSAIDs earlier. Yes, 100% NSAIDs are absolutely terrible. I also think acetaminophen is terrible, right? But again, yeah, Amber, we can go back and forth about this all day, right? Absolutely all day because I read a shitload of papers showing that elderberry is quite helpful, right? So the same thing with vitamin C. People suggesting that vitamin C is bad. It's just a matter of how much research everybody has done, what papers you're reading, papers that are coming out of China. I read papers from China. I read papers from France. I read papers from Germany. I read papers from the United States. And I literally went through the scientific papers. I didn't go to somebody's blog or anything like that. Like I literally went through the scientific papers, right? So I saw a lot of really good stuff about elderberry. If you have resources that show otherwise, please send them to me, okay? Definitely send them to me. Now, the other thing that you're talking about here, right? You're saying elderberry is bad for COVID-19, okay? So I'm talking about elderberry as a preventative measure for coronavirus. And then there's the back end of does elderberry work for treatment of COVID-19? Does it make things worse? Possibly could. The same way that some people think vitamin C does, the same people, some, some people think umca does, some people think B propolis does. Again, all these details are absolutely endless. It's crazy, you know? Cold showers, fresh, nutrient-dense foods, sleep, drink clean water, get exercise and sunlight. Mic drop. That's literally it right there, guys. So what I do want to talk to you about briefly, I'm going to run through some of this real quick, is environmental hormesis, okay? I really, really want to dig into this. In my opinion, environmental hormesis is far more powerful than every supplement out there. Far more powerful, okay? So we're going to take one antioxidant as an example. If we talk about glutathione, glutathione is the mother of all antioxidants. That's what it's considered, right? Glutathione is actually can, goes inside the cell and has an antioxidant capacity. So glutathione is amazing stuff. Glutathione is in some of my products, actually, in terms of ingestible. But let's talk about ingestible because I actually make products that have this stuff in it. And we're going to talk about some craziness here. So there are randomized control trials for glutathione supplementation showing zero change in glutathione levels in the body of healthy adults after supplementing supplementing 1,000 milligrams per day for four weeks. What? What? Supplementing 1,000 milligrams per day for four weeks, no change in, in the levels of glutathione in the body. However, studies have clearly shown elevated glutathione levels in healthy humans after cold water swimming. This is a great example of the power of environmental hormesis. Take a daily cold shower. I don't care how much it sucks. Take a daily cold shower, three to five minutes. This is simple, low-hanging fruit for boosting your immune system. Heat and cold exposure both activate something called heat shock proteins and cold shock proteins. Both are associated with boosting the body's anti-inflammatory mechanisms. Not only that, but hyperthermia, heat exposure, has been shown to increase insulin sensitivity. As we know, insulin resistance and high blood glucose levels are risk factors for complications of COVID-19. Improvements in blood pressure, also a risk factor for COVID-19. Improvement in endothelial function, all from sauna. It's amazing, right? A study of 2,000 participants showed that men who used the sauna four to seven times per week had a 40% decrease in all-cause mortality. Crazy. Sauna also activates something called the FOXO3 gene. This is a gene, Okay. So it activates the FOXO3 gene. This is also called the longevity gene. This increases the expression of genes that regulate immune function, literally makes your body better at fighting off viruses, increases the expression of genes involved in autophagy, programmed cell death, 
or rebuilding of cells, breaking down old dead cells and rebuilding them, right? We talk about this stuff all the time. And the more frequent the sauna use, the better the results on longevity. Heat exposure is actually far better studied than cold exposure, but I'm quite willing to hang my hat on both of these therapies right now. I believe the science backs me up now and will back me up in the future, both of these modalities. But here's what people have been screaming about sauna and it drives me nuts. I can't tell you how many comments I've seen or how many people have wanted to tell me that the expert on Joe Rogan, Michael Osterholm, the expert on Joe Rogan said that sauna is nonsense. No, he didn't. He didn't say that. For the love of shit, would you please pay attention to details, everybody? Okay? So he didn't say that sauna is nonsense. They were specifically talking about sauna killing the coronavirus. He said, no, sauna doesn't kill coronavirus. And Joe Rogan was like, what if you take really deep breaths and try to get the hot air into your lungs? And the guy was like, no, it doesn't kill coronavirus. I agree with this guy. I am not saying that sauna kills coronavirus. I'm not saying that. I could have my mind changed. Data might eventually show that it kills coronavirus. It could. I use sauna every single day because I'm telling you how to be an overall healthy person. I'm telling you how to use environmental hormesis to boost your immune system, to enhance longevity, to make you a healthy freaking person. I'm not saying that sauna and cold exposure kill coronavirus. I'm not saying that. So basically, I walk you guys through what I'm doing supplementation wise. So I just want to let you guys know that when I've been in public, I come home, I wash my hands thoroughly, according to all the mainstream medicine stuff, wash my hands. I actually wipe down my phone with alcohol wipes because when we're out in public, we're constantly touching the phone. I do use colloidal silver nasal rinses. When I get home from being in public, I went to the store today. I came home and I did a colloidal silver nasal rinse with my nasal rinse thing. I can put that in the show notes for you. But I do do a colloidal silver nasal, nasal rinse, try to kill anything that might have gotten up in my sinus cavity while I was out and about. We talked about supplements. Again, please keep in mind, I do not have an overactive immune system. So this is what I'm doing for myself. I get vitamin A and vitamin D from liver and from daily sunshine. I take vitamin C, about 1,000 milligrams a day. I get zinc and I get copper and I take L-citrulline. I take L-arginine in very high doses. I take host defense, my community, every day. I'm currently adding five milligrams of melatonin each evening. I also take Ojai. You guys know I love Ojai, right? That is one brand that I'll just put up there because it's really hard to spell. Ojai is O-J-A-I. You can go to Clovis.show slash Ojai. So I use Ohi Energetics Full Spectrum Hemp Elixir. I use that twice a day. I do two droppers full of that, one in the morning, one at night. I did just recently add elderberry. So I'm taking 1,000 milligrams per day in capsule form, 500 milligrams in the morning, 500 milligrams at night. Guys, besides the elderberry, this is literally my daily supplement stack anyway. I'm doing this every day. Guys, I'm just a healthy person every day, no matter what. What I also do every day is environmental hormesis. I take a five minute cold shower every single morning. First thing when I wake up, I do 20 minutes of infrared sauna every single day. And I meditate when I'm in the sauna. That's my second meditation of the day. I meditate every morning as well. I journal, I get outside. I do daily exercise. My exercise is different day to day because I'm quite fit. My recommendations for you is body weight demand training. I did a whole episode on this. I think that's the best thing for people to do. Give your body what it can handle, and that's different for everybody. That's the beauty of body weight demand training. Again, the sunshine, 15 minutes, direct sun exposure every day. Get quality sleep. The melatonin might help you with this. And eat Clovis. For the love of God, eat a species-appropriate diet with an emphasis on micronutrient intake. That's it. That's it, you guys. 
This is like the holy grail of immune system for you, okay? And remember, no supplements are going to prevent you from getting coronavirus. That is not the way it works. Most of what I said here is speculative, right? We don't really know the answers, everybody. We really don't. And again, like Amber came in, in the back end of this, we're like, maybe elderberry's problematic if you get COVID-19. Whoa, wait a second. I thought elderberry was good. You just said elderberry was good, right? This, it's crazy. It's crazy, guys. We are in an unprecedented situation. This is unprecedented. This is the entire concept of having a novel virus. We just don't know. So the one thing I want everybody to do here, I'm challenging you to check your ego at the door. Don't just share some fucking Facebook article because you think it sounds cool or don't share something like, I want you guys to understand. I tell you this all the time. 59% of articles shared on Facebook, the person who shared it never clicked the link and never read the article. They see the headline and they share it on Facebook. This is hugely problematic. A lot of the big issues that we're having with the economy and everything right now, this, this mass hysteria stuff is probably because of bad information. You know, there's crazy information flying around all over the place. Yes. And then Michelle, we talk about bio-individuality. Everybody's different, right? Everybody's absolutely different. What works for one person might not work for another person. It's crazy. That's what I'm saying. It's just, it, it, this is, it is so important. It is so important that you guys understand. Don't just get online for three minutes and go, well, Auntie Diane said that I need to take blah, 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 African herb. I'm, I'm going to take it and not get coronavirus. Uh, don't listen to Facebook ads. If a supplement says that you're not going to get coronavirus or you take their supplement, never buy anything from that company again. Okay? Understand that. Crazy. Jacob, in the summer, I swim in cold water seven days a week. That's awesome, dude. Killer. What else we got here? Would standing outside in below freezing temperatures have a similar benefit? 100%. That's basically a mini version of cryo, right? I mean, cryotherapy is like minus 200 degrees. It's, it's insanity. Um, but I actually think cold showers are more beneficial than cryo. Well, that's my opinion on it. Um, but yeah, go stand outside. But honestly, I think cold showers are easier, right? If you stand outside... I don't know. It depends. Yeah. I mean, you're definitely, it's definite cold exposure. I can't sit here and tell you which one's better cold shower versus cryo versus standing outside, but like, yeah, stand outside. Um, I mean, I know that there are days when I go outside to get sunshine and it's in the thirties and I'm sitting out there with no shirt on. It's very cold. Like to get my 15 minutes of sunshine is pretty brutal some days. So yeah, absolutely. I mean, I do it all. I, I, cold showers are non-negotiable for me every single day, every single day. Jay, you're asking too much when you're asking someone to pay attention. Yeah. (laughs) Story of my life. Right. Okay. Impossible to get that heat into your lungs. Yes, exactly. That's the thing. It's not killing a virus, right? I wasn't suggesting that. Be healthy. That's good advice. Absolutely. Lysol wipes don't hurt your phone. Do people think that? That's really funny. I mean, my phone has a case and a screen protector on it. So yeah, I wipe it all down. What else we got? That last part's really important. Eat whole foods, save the world. Yes, go get a t-shirt. I am Clovis.com. Eat whole foods, change the world. My favorite t-shirts. Awesome. We got a new chocolate brand. That's pretty cool. Killer. I can do that outside. Yeah, sure. If it's cold enough, if you live in a climate where it's cold enough, get outside. Awesome. That's totally cool. Go do some cold exposure, stand outside. But I also think that you should do cold showers too, because there's a mental resilience aspect to it as well. If you think it's wicked hard, if you think it's like brutally hard, all the more reason for you to do it. 100%. Trust me. All right. That's it, you guys. That's AMA 106. I don't know what I'm going to call this one, coronavirus and the immune system or something like that. I'm going to put together an ebook for you guys. I got to get that designed. I'll have a graphic design team 
put that out for you guys. I'll probably record an audio book to go with it. And if I do an ebook on the immune system, I'm just going to give it to you guys. So that's the thing. I mean, during this coronavirus stuff, it's like, what are we doing here, guys? I'm not trying to gouge anybody or make money off anybody. I just really want this information out here. It's super, super important. So click the love button, click the like button, click the happy button, keep clicking those buttons, do the algorithms, tag your friends in this, share this on your walls. I'm going to get this podcast out ASAP. I'm going to put the, I'm going to put the podcast out tonight. Okay. Podcast will go out tonight. It'll be ready within the next hour or so. You can share it with your friends. They can listen to it on their commute to work. If they're still going to work, a lot of people still have to go to work, right? So they can listen on their commute, share, 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 share. Guys, get this information out. I will never bullshit you. Look me in the face. We're not in the same room, but if we were in the same room, I would look in the eyes and say, I will never bullshit you ever. If I get something wrong, I will tell you I got it wrong. As soon as I learn that I'm wrong about it, I will tell you that I'm wrong, right? I can tell you that these things change all the time. Guys, I'm, I'm creating a new version of my superfood powders. It doesn't have glutathione in it because I saw research that shows ingested glutathione doesn't change glutathione levels in the body. So why would I try to market and say, hey, like there's this glutathione. Yes, the products I'm selling right now have it in it. I changed my mind, you guys. Things, new data emerges. I'm never going to bullshit you. I will always give you the best advice I can possibly give you based on my understanding of it at the time. I am not a doctor. I am not a PhD, right? I got some nutrition credentials. Cool. I've read a lot of textbooks. Awesome. I've worked with over 1,500 clients in the last 18 months. Super cool, right? I can give you some advice. I've changed a lot of people's lives. I have changed a lot of people's lives. That is irrefutable, okay? I am always going to do my very best to give you the most accurate information that I can possibly give you on all the research that I've done. And I spend countless hours on this stuff. You guys, if you could call my mom and ask her how much time I put into this company, it would absolutely blow your mind. Okay. You have to know that nothing about Clovis is easy. Nothing about being an entrepreneur is easy. None of this happened overnight. I invented perfect paleo powder in my kitchen in 2014. It took me a year and a half just to find a manufacturer to bring it to market. None of this was easy. I bust my ass to do this. I will never bullshit you. I promise. I need you to understand that. And I need you to understand that I might yell in your face sometimes and tell you that I am sick and disgusted by predatory marketers trying to steal your money. That doesn't mean I'm yelling at you. I'm yelling for you. I am tired of this shit, everybody. We are in a situation where we have a global pandemic and there are a lot of bad people marketing a lot of bad products and putting a lot of money into their ads to take money out of your pocket with things, with claims that they can't possibly fulfill. You need to know that. And I believe that whatever happens with this pandemic, things are going to change going forward. And these predatory shark marketers are going to get pushed out of the system. And I really hope that they do. And I hope the good people of the world that are trying to do good, that are trying to put value out, I promise you I'm going to get stuff wrong. But I promise you I am doing my very best to give you accurate information. And I always will. Understand that. You vote with your dollars. You support the brands that you want to support. You support the people behind the brands. You get to pick. You don't have to buy anything from me. You don't have to watch any of my content. You have to listen to any of my podcasts. That's your choice. But I know what I'm going to try to do for you. And I'm going to try to add as much value as humanly possible to the lives of you and the people that you love. And I'm going to do it every fucking day.
All right. AMA 106. I'm here for you guys. Thank you so much for watching this. I really appreciate it. All right. I'm going to duck out, get off the screens and I'm going to go to bed. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for being here. Good night. (laughs) 